Welcome to the Beauty Hustle Podcast, a show dedicated to exploring the entrepreneurial side of the beauty industry and giving inspiration to you all. Now, here's your host, Robin Johnston. so much for joining back in. In this episode today I've actually decided to do a solo podcast so I hope you all enjoy. I've actually had loads of conversation over this weekend and it sparked me to come on here and talk about the recent exam results drama. I know this has happened in Scotland and in England um, where people have been marked down just based on their postcode, which has really affected me because the area I'm from is just a small town and which overall it might be looked as a deprived area, which obviously these students have found this out this year as they've felt the backlash of having their grades marked down. What I just want to say mostly is your postcode does not define you. Whether there is deprived areas or there is struggles in an area, you can do anything that you put your mind to and I fully believe that. I fully believe that if you want to do something in life, you can definitely achieve that. And grades aren't all like the be-all and end-all. Um, so hearing all this, it's really made me reflect on my high school days and the story that I have about getting into beauty. Um, so from when I can remember when I was younger as a teenager, um, in the back of my head I always wanted to do beauty. In fact, I first wanted to be a masseur, which now I think I definitely wouldn't like to be a masseur. But that's what I wanted when I was very young. Um, but I felt like I never said that to anyone. Not so much loads of my family members, but some family members I felt like I didn't want to say because they had visions of me going to university. And then in school itself, um, I always got put into the classes that would lead me to going to university. So from as early as I can remember being in third year, um, about 15, and trying to pick subjects that I wanted to do, and I wanted to pick beauty and hair because this is obviously an interest of mine and the guidance teacher was like no you're better than beauty and hair you're going to do French and she marked down French and that was what I had to do is take French which has never been any use to me ever in my life so back then I just felt why was I not able to do beauty if that's what I wanted to do? So that was a that was the first one that was a bit annoying. Um and then I kinda went through high school the rest of the years and focused on art, which is what I really liked as well. I really loved art. And by the time I got to sixth year I was doing advanced higher art and it was this it was a quite lonely time because it was the only one doing advanced higher art at the time scale, timetable I was doing it at and I would sit in this little room and do some drawings and like discuss with the art teacher but I don't know the pinpoint but I got to sixth year and they were making you write off to unis and apply for basically anything at uni so you were to just write a UCAS forum sends away to university so that you could try and get into university and I was just thinking this is not what I want to do 
and I don't really know why at that stage I was really not into uni I think it was just because in the back of my mind I always wanted to pursue a career in beauty so one day I just decided art is not going to be the best income best steady income is what I was thinking back then I think like in art you could really make it if you really really make it I don't think your average sort of art person you know would create a great steady flow of income that's what that's what my thought process was so I was very nervous and I went in and I said to my art teacher on in sixth year um, I'm going to drop art because I feel like I don't need it and I've applied for beauty therapy at college and he was very angry <laughs> and he basically his words were um, I think that would be a total waste. I think you're making a big mistake and I think it's only daft little girls that go on and do beauty. And those words really stick with me now because I think, who was he to say that it was only daft little girls that do beauty? And also it was the lack of understanding, which I actually think is really relevant today as well, considering how the beauty industry has been treated throughout the whole COVID situation and how we just didn't seem to have a voice in Parliament. Nobody seemed to know what we actually did for mental health, for, you know, people just feeling better and it's not all about aesthetically pleasing things. So I think that was very relevant as well and it just brought back those feelings of him just dismissing the whole beauty career. So that is what I really thought back to and I thought when I just think back now at what I've achieved just so far in this like little short space of time, um, I think I've definitely proved that beauty was the right choice for me and it's definitely going to be the right choice. I would say that it's not all about money per se. I think um, you obviously all need to find your why and why you do things and why you start a business and why we even be self-employed. But my why was to be successful in life with regards to having a successful um, business, having money that's basically more, giving me more opportunity to do things that I wanted to do, have more freedom with your money um, and not living the whole month to month, paycheck to paycheck. Um, that's just basically what I've discovered is what I wanted in life. But obviously everyone is different, although I do feel that money is important and even if it's just to, you know, have that extra holiday a year, that's why you want to earn more money or if you want the big fancy house with the big fancy car, that requires money, even if you want you're so into charity work and you know that you need more money to support a charity all these different things require money even though it's different wise they do require money it is important and I do just feel like him dismissing the beauty career he really didn't think into like I could say right now that I'm earning definitely more than the art teacher that was there and I'm half his age at the moment and I will definitely be more successful at that stage in my life and it's not to downgrade a, like a teacher that's definitely not what I'm saying but I'm just his dismissiveness of be a career in the beauty therapy world and not knowing where that would take you not seeing the bigger picture 
like I just feel like that's what people need to look at more. I feel that in school, especially my school, entrepreneurship is definitely not encouraged. And I understand that we definitely all can't be entrepreneurs. That wouldn't work in the world. But not everybody does want to be. But if you do want to be and you want to have your own business, then a school system is definitely not set up for you remotely in that sense. Um, so I did actually go on and i done my HND in beauty therapy. Um, I loved doing that, I loved being at college, but what I do reflect on now is that I've definitely, definitely learned so much more out with college. I felt like college was just a system again, um, even though we, we did do a business class. However, I felt like if it was really about making your own business, I would have definitely been more interested. It wasn't really like that. The lecturer that was teaching the class didn't really have a business mindset, didn't really know things, didn't really inspire you, basically, is what I, what I felt from the whole situation. Um, so, yeah, I definitely feel like self-educating myself out with college has made me where I am even just now and it is going to take me even further than where I want to go so I think so I think even college doesn't per se get you to where you want to be if that's not like the route that you take like if you don't get the grades right now to get yourself into college I think you can do so much more if you're even wanting the career in beauty or even other things you can definitely get courses online now or you know courses in person as well that teaches you just so much more about business as well if that's what you're wanting to do I think so don't fall into the trap that uni is the be all and end all I know people that's went to uni and you know they, they're now not doing anything in the subject that they were at uni and that is just mind blowing to me because my thing was you know I wanted to have a career in beauty so I went and done beauty therapy so it all kind of worked out like it was a plan in place of what I was doing so I just feel that that shouldn't define you grades shouldn't define you even if you have had a lower grade then you can definitely still make it. I've even noticed that now speaking to loads of people on this podcast that people don't necessarily do leave school with the best grades and they end up being so successful in their own right and it's so good to see. My mum always encouraged me when I was growing up to find a job that I wanted to wake up for and something that you love to do and I think that's just the best advice like I think we only have one life and you want to be happy in that life you don't want to just work just because you feel like that was what you were meant to be doing or that was what you were pressured into doing I think uni definitely has its place for obviously if you wanted to be a doctor or a dentist that there was those kind of careers but I think definitely you should think more of what you want to do and picture yourself in the future and where you want to go with your life so that was just my take on that (laughs) Um, and also I wanted to do a little side note that I've actually been back to work working as a lash artist for nearly a month now so I just wanted to actually do some feedback and tips of what I've felt um, because I know that England is actually just going back this weekend Um, so with regards to wearing the visor and mask, I see a lot of people online stressing, but it's actually not too bad. Like, it can be a bit 
hot underneath the visor and wearing the mask but my best thing is just wear lighter clothes so that you're not you know overheating while you're doing a set of lashes and freaking out basically <laughs> and um I, f- I found that with the visor when you're standing up it can steam up i don't know what the science is behind that but when i'm sitting down it seems like it's not that bad at all like it doesn't really steam when i'm doing lashes so your sight is like totally fine i've seen a few people online saying that shaving foam really works to clean it. I've actually not tried that yet because as I say, mine doesn't really steam up that bad at all. Like, I can see fine out of it. I would be careful though, because I have found myself sometimes leaning over um, to check the lashes or to place a lash and um, touching the, the client's forehead with the visor. So I would be careful with that. Maybe tuck it under. I've noticed works a little better. I would say as well though, I'm someone that suffers with allergies to the glue fumes um, and with wearing my visor now, I've always worn a mask but with wearing the visor on top now I've realised that my allergies are basically next to nothing. I do get like some sniffle if I've like worked all week with it but it's definitely helping um, to keep my allergies at bay really. Um, also I have a mask now that's got a filter pocket so I changed the filter in there so I feel like that's definitely working because it's giving you that extra layer of protection as well so that's quite good to have. Um, with the beauty bed I've stripped that all back so no fo- soft furnishings which I was really stressed out about because everybody loves to come and just lay there and fall asleep getting lashes done. But I've kept the lash pillow and I actually got the knee rest um, pillow for under their knees and clients are absolutely loving that. So, And I've got my heated blanket underneath the plastic sheeting so that's really good as well because I thought if we can't have the heated blanket on that would be rather cold but it's working out so great and everybody is loving it. Also there's obviously no waiting area so... Basically, what we're doing in the salon, we've put a bell up for people to ring the bell and then we can go and retrieve them from the door when they're able to get their um, appointment. But it's it's actually working out quite well to do the spaces with regards to no um, waiting area because then you've finished your client already, you're basically ready for the next one anyway, so you're basically just taking them in. That's how I've worked it. I've um, left 15 minutes space and it's plenty of time. In the first week, I left half an hour and I felt like I was just sitting around. So I adjusted that in the last couple of weeks there and it was definitely better. Um, I've took to the whole save paper route when it comes to the COVID forms. So I've got an app called Faces app, which is so good. It's actually really easy to use and it's really easy for the client as well. It just sends them an email and they fill it out and it sends back to your Faces app and you've got all the details stored there. So I thought that was quite good rather than printing off the multiple sheets that you would have to go through. Um, and for tools, what I've been doing is I use a UV sanitizer now, um, and that's five minutes um, it takes to sanitize. So it's actually quite good because you actually do feel like you're getting you're getting made to do 
um, your gap so you're not squeezing any clients in which, which we can't do anyway so it just means that we're definitely not and then obviously I soak the tools in acetone to just get rid of any glue residue on there and yes I think that is all that I wanted to really say so just to say that I'm happy to be back and I'm happy to keep going with my podcast so I hope you have all been enjoying them and I hope you've enjoyed this one a little bit more about me. Thanks!